Hi, my name is Pastor Emmanuel Sekuma. Welcome to Church of Living Water Podcast. I know this message is going to be a blessing to you, but do me a favor. Please share so others can be blessed as well. God the word you. for this morning is, it is just a bend, not an end. It is just a bend, not an end. Come with me to Luke 13. 10 to 17. Luke 13, 10 to 17. The Bible says, this is when Jesus heals a crippled woman on the Sabbath. On a Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues and a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was burned over. I want you to take note of the word. She was burnt over and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. It is my prayer that this morning, whatever you are dealing with, God will deliver you from any spirit of infirmity. Then he put his hand on her. Jesus is about to put his hand on somebody this morning and immediately she straightened up and praised God. Indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, the synagogue leader said to the people, there are six days for work. So come and be healed on those days, not on the Sabbath. The Lord answered him, you hypocrites, doesn't each of you on the Sabbath and tie your ox or donkey from the store and lead it out to give it water. Then should not this woman, then should not this woman, then should not this man, then should not this boy, then should not this girl, should not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has kept bound for 18 years long years be set free on the Sabbath day from what bound her when he said this all his opponents were humiliated but the people were delighted with all the wonderful things he was doing Jesus does wonderful things hallelujah and this morning he will do wonderful things Jesus does wonderful things and this morning, he will do wonderful things. And just like the people, you're going to leave this place and you're going to see you'll be delighted. For Jesus, he does wonderful things. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you a story. You've seen me with these sunglasses. <laughs> and you're wondering, Pastor, is he going to preach in the sunglasses? No. <laughs> I, I, I've never been a fan of sunglasses, you know. But when we got married and on our, we were on our way to our honeymoon in Thailand, my wife decided to surprise me. She says, hey, we're going to Thailand. It's very hot. You need sunglasses. And I said, I don't like sunglasses at all. Because every time I wear them, they tickle my nose. And I just, I don't like them. She says, now nah, I'm going to buy a pair for you. I said, okay, go ahead. So we went through the shop. The lady looked at me and said, ah, these ones will look very nice on you. So, okay, no problem. So I picked up the pair. For whatever reason, 
It didn't tickle my nose. It was very nice. I said, okay, I like this one. This one was specifically made for me. So anyway, I went to Thailand. I was always wearing them. I just keep them next to my bed because finally I found the sunglasses that I really liked. And I always kept them with me. But one day they were in my pocket and as I was, there was something, I think they were one of the kids was about to fall or something, reach out and then they fell out and then I stepped on the sunglasses. And I was like, oh, my favorite sunglasses? And I found out they were crooked because I stepped on them. I looked at the arms and it was very bent. And I was very scared to try to fix it because I thought I would break it. So I said, you know what, well, I love these sunglasses, but unfortunately, <laughs> this is the end of it. I have to look for other ones. So I kept looking for the same one. They say that particular model has been seized. And I say, wow, this is the end of my favorite sunglasses. I was talking to a friend one day and I was sharing this story with him. And he says, why don't you take it to, you know, an optometrist. And they may look at it and maybe they may be able to do something about it. I said, really? He said, yeah, just take it. So I, take the, I took the sunglasses, got there, a lady was sitting at the desk. And I showed the crooked sunglasses to this lady and the lady took them and she says I'll be back she went to the back she came back and she was smiling and she said this can be fixed because this is just a bend but it's not an end as I walked out of the place after the lady took the sunglasses I don't know what she did but she just came back a few minutes. Everything was all fixed up. Brand new again. I was like, wow, what happened? She says, you know, we had this sort of fire thing. Then we just put the thing against it. And it's a long story. But anyway, you can enjoy your sunglasses again. She said, try them on. Make sure they fit okay. I walked out very happy man. And as I walked out and just begun to drive... God gave me a message and he said that, listen, I, I, I watch sometime in life we come through circumstances that we make conclusions and we say that this is an end. But the very moment that you think this is an end, God is saying, no, 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 it's just a bend. This morning I came to encourage somebody because I don't know what you are going through. Maybe you are dealing with a situation, maybe you may have called it an end. Maybe your relationship is struggling uh, and you are thinking this is the end of the relationship. Maybe your career is struggling and you're thinking this is the end. Uh, maybe you're dealing with some health issue and the doctor keeps bombarding you with some negative news and you are thinking maybe this is the end. Uh, maybe you've been told, uh, listen, 
the visa application, you may have to go back to your country. Maybe you are thinking, this is my end in Australia. I don't know what you have concluded, but I've got news for you. If the optometrist could look at this burnt sunglasses and tell me this is not an end, but this is a burnt and fix it, I came to give some good news to you that Jesus says he can fix you up. He can fix the marriage. He can fix the relationship. He can fix anything that you have called an earned because it is not an earned, it is just a bend. The Bible says that one day Jesus, as he does, teaching any opportunity he gets. In the synagogue, he was teaching. And the Bible said there was a woman in this synagogue. And the Bible said the woman was burnt over. And every time she kept coming to church, every moment she kept coming to church, every single hour she kept coming to church. But the Bible said first year, second year, up to 18 years, the woman had been bound and she couldn't even straighten up. She was burnt over. But you know something? Every church service is different. <laughs> and that's why you don't want to miss church because you don't know when you meet Jesus. Because the woman kept coming to church, even she was burnt over. It was so much hurting her, but she said, you know what, I'll still get to church. Because I don't know when my day of miracle is going to come. You know, time comes that we come to worship God. But there is time God descends on his throne. And he comes to meet you at the point of your need. And the woman kept coming to church. She was coming to church. Every Sunday she was coming to church. Hey, woman, you are tired, but I'm still coming to church. You are bent over, I'm still coming to church. Because maybe not this Sunday, but next Sunday I'm still coming. Even if it doesn't happen, I'm still coming to church. In my condition, I will worship the Lord. In my predicament, I'm here to worship the Lord. She kept coming to church. Bible said one single day on the 18th year, when she had been bound all these years, she came to meet Jesus' teaching. And to the people in the synagogue, they know this woman and they call her the woman with infirmity. The woman that has bent over. And I want to share a few thoughts with you. I want to ask a question. Does this woman have a name at all? The woman has been identified by her condition. And sometimes that's what happens. We identify by our condition. We've been referred to as Maybe whatever it is, that, 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 that stressed person, I mean that angry person, whatever it is. The woman was known as the crippled woman. The woman was known as the woman burnt over. The woman who couldn't straighten up. The woman, does she have a name at all? There was a woman. Like the woman, sometimes our conditions becomes our identity in the family, in the community, at the workplaces. But this morning I came to tell you that Jesus doesn't relate to you by your condition. Number two, Jesus saw her. The woman was not noticed. Because to every other, every other person, this woman is bent over. This is the end of this woman. Maybe this is how she's going to go to her grave. But the Bible says, and Jesus saw her. Jesus took notice of her. Do you know that Jesus takes notice of you in your condition? 
in your predicament, sometimes because of your situation, people don't even take notice of you. People don't even want to say hello to you. But Jesus took notice of her when she came to church that day. Number three, Jesus called her and says, woman, come forward. I love that. When Jesus calls you, he calls you forward. This woman was on the backside. It presupposes he was at the backside, rejected and dejected. But Jesus didn't see her. Jesus said, woman, come forward. This is your time. Come forward. This is your season. Come forward. This is your moment. Come closer. I came to tell somebody, I don't know where you are. Maybe you have been put on the backside. Maybe people don't take notice of you. People don't call on you. But I came to tell you this Sunday morning, Jesus takes notice in your tears in the pain in the middle of the night when nobody sees nothing he calling you this morning he said go ahead and come forward go ahead and come to church this morning because I'm going to be here in 58 Elwood Avenue and your miracle is on the way your miracle is here in Jesus mighty name Jesus called her and said come forward wow can you imagine I've never been called forward I come burnt over and I sit at the back. Nobody calls me forward. Who is this man calling me forward? Jesus says, come forward. She came forward and Jesus said to her. And Jesus said to her. And Jesus spoke to her. When you are dealing with some condition, nobody want to talk to you. People don't want to associate with you. They don't want to say hello to you. But Jesus called her forward and said, hey, I've got good word for you. I've got a word for you. Maybe you have been hearing too many negative words. You've been hearing that this is your earn. But I've got a word for you. And this word is about to transform your life. For the word of God never comes and returns to him void. But it will accomplish the purpose, the reason for which it was sent and this morning Jesus has noticed you he's calling you forward and I've got good news for you he's got a word for you he said to her woman <laughs> thou arose from your infirmity what a word can you imagine Sometimes our condition we go through is not really what destroy us. It's just the things that people say to us when we are going through that. Imagine this woman wants to hear a word. Wants to hear, hey woman, there is healing in the blood of Jesus. Woman, there is power in the blood of Jesus. Woman, you're not going in the grave like this. But when every time she comes around, she desperately needs a word. And nobody's saying a word to her. But Jesus said, hey woman, I've got a word for you. It's a word of God. And at the entrance of that word, it gives understanding to the simple. Woman, die lose from your infirmity. And Jesus put his hand on her. Oh, this is amazing. The woman that is bent over, nobody wants to touch. Nobody wants to greet in case the spirit is transferred to me. In spirit, I become like that. Maybe she's bad luck. Maybe Jesus said, I'm going to touch what nobody touches. 
And when I touch anything, it never remains the same. I formed this woman. I created her. I knew her. But in course of time, this is not how she was supposed to be. And if you don't want to touch her, I am Jesus and I'm going to touch it. And when I touch her, her life will never remain the same. Jesus will touch the untouchable. Jesus will commune with people that people don't want to commune with. Jesus will conversate with people that everybody has rejected. And I came to tell you, maybe you need a touch and you are saying, Jesus, I am here. May you receive a touch of Jesus this morning. May your families receive a touch of Jesus. May your destiny receive a touch of Jesus. Because the condition that you are needing, all you need is to come in contact with the gracious hand of God, the appealing power of God. And as soon as Jesus stretched forth his hand and placed it on the woman, it was not just a hand of healing, but it was a hand of comfort. It was a hand of embracing. It was a hand of hope. It was a hand of renewing the woman's spirit. It was a hand of saying, woman, you have a purpose. This is not how it was meant to be. It's a, it was a hand of divine exchange. Touch the woman. Place hand on her. Woman, it is well. Woman, in this hand is the answer. Woman, this hand created the entire universe. Woman, in this hand you are saved. Woman, in this hand is your healing. Woman, in this hand is your restoration. Woman, in this hand is your hope. Woman, in this hand, the hand of Jesus. And that is why I love to place my life in the hands of Jesus. Because it doesn't matter whatever, whatever I go through in life. Ladies and gentlemen, I have been curved and held by a hand. If I'm going through sickness, there is a hand. If you are going through stress, there is a hand. And that hand is the hand of Jesus. I pray this morning that no matter what you are going through, you will see the hand of Jesus in that situation and when the hand of Jesus is straight for that situation that situation will never remain the same what was the result immediately the Bible said and this woman straightened up the woman straightened up immediately the woman straightened up and I could hear Jesus in the spirit saying, woman, for 18 years, they thought this is an end. But I came to tell you, this was just a bend. And no matter what is bent in your life, I can straighten up. I came in the business of straightening things up. I came to straighten the crooked marriages, burnt marriages, burnt relationships, burnt destinies, burnt communities, burnt nations. That is why I came so that I can straighten this up. It is not an end. This is just a burn. And for 18 years, these people thought this was your end. But I came to tell you, and I'm glad you came to church this morning because I came to tell you this was not an end, but it was a bend. I prophesy to you this morning. I don't know what you have been dealing with that you call an end. Jesus said, it is not an end. It's just a bend. A 
And all of a sudden, the Bible says, this woman straightened up. Her problem was spirit of infirmity have bound her. And maybe your situation may not be spiritually bound. But sometimes you could be psychological. It could be emotional. It could be what a physical. Whatever it is, we are dealing with some kind of some issue that we need Jesus to straighten things up. We need Jesus to fix it up. And all these years, the woman maybe thought, this is my end. Sadly, a lot of the suicide cases that we witness, a lot of the suicide cases, people taking their own life, is when people come to a place, they make that conclusion, this is the end. This is the end. Because what is life for? What is the point of life? But only if they heard the voice of Jesus, if somebody could just give them a word of Jesus, a word of gospel, we got this word, church, we got this church. People may not hang themselves physically, but we got so many people today, they've hung up their goals and purposes, and they've hung up their marriages. They're in the marriage, but it's hung up. They're in the relationship, but it's hung up. They're in the business, but it's hung up. Ladies and gentlemen, I came to tell somebody, we've got good news for the community and people to say, hey, it is not an end. Before you put the rope and pull it and die, I've got good news for you. It's just a not end, but it is just a bend. Jesus can straighten it up. And this woman was in the synagogue. Oh, I pray that we don't become that kind of synagogue. Synagogue basically is like a temple. The woman was in the synagogue. She was not in the pub. She was in the synagogue. Church, you can be in the same church with people. And you notice a bend. You gotta pray that person through for Jesus to straighten it out. Don't be like say maybe somebody has shared their problem with you. Maybe this is the end. No, you are not called to. You are called to be an intercessor. You are called to stand in the gap so you can pray for one another. If people keep coming to church every Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, don't think it is normal. They keep telling you this is what I'm going through. They keep telling you this is my situation. She was in the synagogue for 18 years. But because of religion, the leaders didn't see anything. But they thought this is an end. And interestingly, as I was doing my research, out of curiosity about sunglasses at the time, I found out that the arms of the sunglasses, the real actual name for it, proper term, terminology, is called temple. Did, did anybody know that? The arms of sunglasses, the lady told me, the proper, because I, I went and said the arms, the arms are bent. She said the proper terminology for this is called temple. I said, wow, God, what are you trying to show me? And God says, this is what I want you to catch this. If you look at the woman's situation burned in the temple, what had happened to this woman is that her frame has been impacted 
what kept her frame was burned and she was the whole body was struggling and the woman was in the temple and the temple ladies and gentlemen asked the lady what is that what is the function of the temple the lady said the temple's purpose it is to make sure that when you put them on they are held on it goes over your ears number two if the purpose of a temple is to carry the identity of the sunglasses so for example Ray-Ban and number three is to keep the entire sunglasses in shape and God says when we come to church the temple you got to understand we got purpose we are meant to hold the frame of salvation we are meant to hold people's destiny. We are meant to hold people's purpose. We are meant, this is the place where it is all held together. This is the place where people can come and see their destiny held together. Purpose held together. It is not the place to be able to let them go and to tag them and think that this is normal. And even they are bent over, we think it is normal. Number two. The temple carries the identity of the sunglasses. The temple carries the identity of Jesus. Who is Jesus the healer? Who is Jesus the provider? Who is Jesus the savior? We carry the identity. What happened to the temple? Because the temple was crooked. And what happened was this. Because the temple was crooked, what happened? It affected the identity. Do you know what they, 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 I used to call it? I said, the crooked ribbon sunglasses. I hope you're following what I'm saying to you. At first, I used to say the, my ribbon sunglasses. Now I said the burnt ribbon sunglasses. So now, I'm now identifying the powerful sunglasses that I had preceding with the condition before the label. So now what happens is this. All of a sudden sickness is being placed before Jesus. No, 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 no. All of a sudden anxiety before Jesus. Oh, the anxious Christian, the sick Christian, this thing that, ladies and gentlemen, is meant to be the other way around. It's not meant to be the bent, rape-on sunglasses. It's not meant to be that sick Christian. It's meant to be Jesus first. And after Jesus, healing follows. After Jesus, everything follows. After Jesus, the powerful name of Jesus follows. I pray that the temple will not be so crooked that people will begin to see the problem ahead of the name of Jesus that the temple carries and then God showed me another revelation now you're talking about the physical temple do you know your body is the temple of the living God I said Lord what are you trying to say he said this is the problem with you do you know just as the temple carries the rayborn identity don't you know that you on you I have placed my identity. So just as people look at the Raybon and they want to know what sort of sunglasses it is, what did they do? They check on the temple, the arms, and you check which label. And God says, I made you a temple with my identity on you. 
So when people see you, they don't see you. They see that you are Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, when the demons see you, they don't see this. They see Jesus. When sickness sees you, they see Jesus. Why? Because you are the temple upon which his identity has been attached. His power has been attached. Time has come for us to exercise that identity. Do you know who you are? And the woman on this wall was tagged like the crippled and the burnt woman. And Jesus says something. He says, a daughter of Abraham. Son of God. We are raising kingdom sons and daughters who are about their father's business. That is why Jesus was upset with them. He said, listen, this woman was meant to carry an identity. This temple was meant to carry raven, but it is burnt. Now you call it the burnt raven, I, I glass and glasses. This is the daughter of Abraham. She's meant to carry an identity. But look at her identity burned by the spirit of infirmity. How dare you call this an end? I came to prophesy this morning to you. You don't know what you carry. And I don't know what you've been tagged with. I don't know the sickness that has attached itself. I don't know that depression that has attached itself, but I came to tell you in the beginning, it was not meant to be so. It was meant to be Jesus. You are the son of God. That is your identity. That is meant to be attached to you. So when people see you, they don't see a burnt over woman. They see a daughter of Abraham. They see a son of God. A daughter of God with full of purpose, throwing the temple, worshiping his living God magnifies living God not coming to church with any burnt over don't you know your bodies are the temple of the living God 1st Corinthians 3 16 that the spirit of God dwells in you and Jesus came to reveal the identity of this woman said to them this is a daughter of Abraham they were very upset and said this is a Sabbath day six days you can do it but today why are you doing it listen to me Jesus is a protocol breaker <laughs> he, when he wants to do something he does not comply with human laws, regulations, law of nature, whatever it is, you got to understand that this is Jesus. And at any time that he begins to move, ladies and gentlemen, it may be Sabbath, it may not be it, but it is your season and this is your time, he will move. I prophesy any limitation, anything that has kept you by religion, by whatever it is, Jesus is breaking any protocol to reach out to you and say, I know this is Sabbath, but I also know my father is always at work and 
he's right now he's working and if it's my father is working then so I am working I prophesy to you somebody this morning nothing will stop your healing nothing will stop your breakthrough this is your encounter let the demonic forces react let incantation be made for on your behalf whatever it is Jesus said this is the season for this is the daughter of Abraham what are you dealing with that you have called an end maybe like this sunglasses something has been burnt in your life and you said this is an end you come to the temple of the living God but your condition is attached to you you worship the Lord the condition is attached listen to me you are a son of God you are a daughter of God you're meant to carry an identity and whatever was burned over that because of that it was trying to tarnish that identity it was trying to change that image Jesus is here this morning to straighten you up to let you know that you are my temple and let me tell you something, if they destroy the temple Jesus uh, within three days, I'm going to go ahead and resurrect this temple. Whatever sickness that is attached to this God's temple this morning, God says you are a daughter and a son of God. And this morning, he's coming to straighten you out. He's trying to straighten you out. He came this morning to send me to tell you it is not an end, but it was just a pain.